You're listening to the WPTF Afternoon News with Nate Saunders podcast. Some of the highest profile legislation that we've been considering here in North Carolina is uh, something that they're looking at in other states as well. Recent developments on the Fairness in Women's Sports Act here in North Carolina was presented to the governor for his signature a few days ago. He vetoed it, goes back to our legislature where they potentially, we will see, uh, do a, a supermajority override of that veto and put it into law. To talk about the implications of this, as well as just her personal story along with this sort of legislation, I bring on Megan Burke. She's a two-time NCAA champion track athlete here at UNC Chapel Hill. Megan, thanks for being on the show. Hi, Nate. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. This is a really important topic to be talking about and getting out there, you know, protecting women and girls and future generations of women in sports and It's close to my heart because I, like I said, ran at Carolina, and I am extremely disappointed in the governor. You know, we had bipartisan support in both the House and the Senate, and then he went ahead and vetoed it. So it's really disappointing why he isn't standing up for females, women, and girls in the state of North Carolina. Tell me about your perspective on this as someone who did, obviously, track for a very long time and at a high level. Uh, just how much it means for women in women's sports going from middle school to high school up into college uh, to have a fair place to compete? Yeah, it's a huge deal. I mean, first of all, as we all know, there's a difference between men and women, and men have about, and boys have about a 12% advantage over girls. And, you know, track comes down to seconds. So a 12% advantage is a very big deal. And, Of course, it's about winning and, you know, they're taking girls' spots, but it's also about how sports gives girls extreme confidence. I mean, at Carolina, I was blessed to have a full scholarship there. I have friends that will be my friends for a lifetime, teammates. You gain confidence. It prepared me for life with work and having kids. You know, I have two little girls, and I'm looking at this like they're not going to have the same opportunity I had. You know, the women before us fought hard for Title IX so that we were able to have equal opportunity. And now we're going backwards, which is just extremely unfortunate. And, you know, the thing as a competitive athlete, I think about winning and how unfair it is. But there's also a safety component. Um, The men are stronger than us, and they hit harder than us. And then also the safety component of the locker room, where these girls are forced to be changing in locker rooms with males. And that's another important part of this. You know, it is about the competition, but also about the trickle effect of the safety and the safety of the locker room for these girls. If you knew when you were growing up playing at a lower level, if you knew that there was a transgender athlete who was going to be in the same changing room, would have that impacted your decision on playing that sport? Of course. I mean, that would have been so awkward to put a young girl going through puberty in a locker room with a boy with male parts. And this is the crazy thing is, is this is happening on every level, professional college youth. I, I grew up in Colorado and I live here now and this is happening in first and third grade. So it's so unfortunate that the governor didn't step up. He could have been kind of a huge deal across the country to set a tone that he's going to protect girls and protect women and, you know, step up for the girls. But instead he vetoed it when, like I said, we had bipartisan support on both sides. It's extremely disappointing. We need to hope that we get 
the majority override. And we really need athletes, parents to all kind of step up because if we don't, we are going to lose women's sports. It's going to become unisex sports. We're going to, we're not going to be able to get our records back. I mean, men run much faster. And no, I wouldn't have been comfortable with that. I probably would have spoken to my coaches and asked to change in another place. Um, but, you know, girls are getting kicked off teams for standing up for themselves, which is just, it's mind-boggling. You voiced your disappointment for the governor's decision not to sign this legislation, the Fairness of Women's Sports Act, into law here in North Carolina. But looking at the governor, he is a Democrat, and a lot of his supporters uh, are trying to push for transgender kids to be in sports. What is your feel on the other side? Do you, do you see what people are saying when they say that this is affecting the mental health of these transgender kids who just want to play sports? No, because no one's saying they can't play sports, right? They are welcome to play sports in the biological category which they were born in. And I would like to say, what about the girls' mental health? So we just go ahead and push off the girls' mental health. This is a very mental challenging thing for girls, like we were just speaking about forcing a girl to change in a locker room with a boy, forcing a girl who is working so hard in her sport to come up short because she is racing against a male or competing against a male or the safety of a girl. For example, the young girl in North Carolina who was spiked in the face by a volleyball broke parts of bones in her face by a male. So I would say, Transgender athletes still have a place. They can still play in the biological category in which they were born or go ahead and start maybe a unisex league. But women's sports isn't unisex sports. That's not fair. That's why we have two different categories because there are differences between men and females. I'm speaking with Megan Burke. She's a two-time NCAA champion in track at UNC Chapel Hill. Uh, You brought up an interesting point earlier, which is that you had a scholarship to go to Chapel Hill uh, for track. Do you feel like a lot of potential student-athletes could lose out on opportunities for scholarships if they had to compete against biological men? I do. I feel like we are opening up a gate for girls to lose their spots on podiums, to lose their spots for scholarships. Sports is one of those things where they recruit the winners. You know, I was lucky enough to win nationals my junior year in the mile, actually in North Carolina, the race was. And that's what they recruit based on times because they want to win. It's about scoring at ACCs. It's about scoring at nationals. So if we're allowing biological males to compete in our sports who have a 12% advantage, regardless of whether you're taking hormone suppressants or not, they still have an advantage we will lose out on spots. This is a fact. Again, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper has vetoed a bill that happened on Wednesday that would have prohibited transgender girls in North Carolina from playing on sports teams that align with their gender identity. House Republicans uh, Republicans in the state are expected to override the governor's veto since they have a super majority. We'll see when we get there. Megan Burke, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Let's hope that happens.